Life Audio. Well, hey there, friend. Heather Creekmore here. I'm glad you're listening to the Compared to Who show today. Today, we are doing the December version of Ask Me Anything, and I have two questions to field today. If you have a question you'd like me to answer in the new year, join our Facebook group, Body Image for Christian Women. You can post it there, or you can drop me an email if you're not doing social media. Hey, I don't blame you <laughs> if you're not on Facebook. Drop me an email, heather at compared to who.me. I would love the chance to answer your question. Well, hey, and just a couple of days, my brand new book, The 40-Day Body Image Workbook, will release. I'm so excited. If you've pre-ordered, your book should be there very soon with all the other stuff you've ordered for Christmas, I'm guessing. But I want to make sure you know about a bonus I have for you. I have recorded five walking workouts for you to help you process the content from the 40-day book. I've also created for you a facilitator's guide. So if you want to grab a group of women, bring them together, even a couple friends, you can go to my website, improvebodyimage.com, look for the books tab, and then click on the 40-day body image workbook, and you'll find a place to sign up and get those walking workouts if you've ordered the book. And you'll also find a link there for the facilitator's guide if you're ready to do this with a group in the new year. I can't wait to hear what you think of this book. Hey, don't let the word workbook fool you. (laughs) This book is dense. It has just as many, actually a few more words (laughs) than my last two books did. So it's not just a fill in the blank kind of empty journal. No, this is a dense book with lots of content to help you process these issues and then exercises to do too. So I'm excited for you to see it. I can't wait. And hey, once you do get it, if you love it, leave a review on Amazon that helps me reach more people, let more people know about this resource. Well, today we've got two great questions. I'm glad you're here for it. Let's get going. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. So the first question I'm tackling today is a tricky one. And it may be one that you actually had to live during Thanksgiving, or maybe you'll have this experience over the holiday season where perhaps you're seeing people at Christmas or Christmas parties that you haven't really seen much all year long. And that question goes like this. Hey, Heather, I have a person in my life who has recently lost a lot of weight. Didn't say whether or not she's using Ozempic, but I know that's in our world. (laughs) You'll probably be meeting lots of people that have had the Ozempic weight loss phenomenon. But she says everyone is complimenting her on how great she looks. And she does look good, but I'm concerned because I know that the way she lost all the weight wasn't necessarily good for her body. 
and I'm worried about her. I'm worried she's going to gain it all back like most of us do after a tremendous weight loss from extreme restriction or other methods. And I just don't know what to say. Do I participate? Do I tell her she looks good like everyone else and just move on with my life? Like, how do I handle this, Heather? Wow, this was such a good question because there are some in like the body positivity movement and you'll probably see memes like this if you follow any of those hashtags on Instagram that would say you just never comment on people's bodies ever. And so their advice to you would be to just ignore it, to not say anything at all. But I also know the very real challenge of being the only person not complimenting someone and how that can be perceived as maybe jealousy or something else, right? Your friend that lost all the weight in part is looking for your affirmation. She's looking for your approval. She's looking to see if you noticed. And that makes it tricky. And so I try to think about what the Bible says, right? The Bible says we should speak the truth in love. It's Ephesians 4, 15. And what that means is we are supposed to speak truth to other people, but we're supposed to do it in a gentle and kind way. And so I think the question is, by not complimenting that friend or family member who has transformed their body to be more like culture's I guess, ideal, what is the most loving response? And I feel like when everyone else is saying something and you're not, that does communicate something, but it may not actually communicate what you think you're communicating. It could communicate, like I said, envy or jealousy. It could communicate some sort of disapproval. It could communicate something that's not necessarily loving. So I think the best thing to do is to not be mean. I really don't think we win any kind of moral high ground when we're mean and I'm not complimenting her weight loss. I don't agree with the way she did that. Like, I don't, what do you win that way? But instead, you know, we're human, right? Chances are you notice she looks different. Maybe you do think she looks quote unquote better, but that's not where the focus needs to stay. And I think the most helpful way to have this conversation is not withholding the compliment, but pulling the friend aside and saying something privately like, we really do look good. And please know that, you know, maybe I haven't said anything before, Because the truth is, you look good, but I'm worried about you. I care more about you than what your body looks like. And I want to know that you're safe and that you're well. And I'm worried that you're risking other parts of your health to maintain this size or to become this size. And I just want you to know that your value to me is so much more than what you weigh, no matter what happens with your body. If you lose more or gain it all back, I love you for who you are, not how thin you are. And I hope you know that I'm here for you. No matter what happens on your weight loss journey, I am here for you. I am in your corner. I love you and you are so much more 
than just a body to me. And if the friend's a believer, this is a good opportunity to remind her of where her true identity is found in Christ. And you can, you know, say something like, you know, friend, I I know it's hard for us to believe that our identity is so much more than what we look like, but this is a journey I've been on to recognize that my true worth and value is found in Christ alone. And no matter what happens with my body, up or down, (laughs) old or young, my identity found in him is the only place that I'm going to actually feel secure. And so if this is something you're struggling with, like, you know, let's talk about it. Let's work together on it because this is hard for me too. And, you know, maybe, maybe you don't want to go to if this is something you're struggling with, right? You don't want to accuse, but have that in your back pocket in case the person shares, well, I just really struggled with body image all my life and I just knew this was going to fix it. Hey, then you're ready. You're ready for when she comes back and says, hey, you were the only person that was worried about my health and, you know, I'm gaining the weight back. I'm panicking. I don't know what to do. Hey, maybe she'll remember that you were the one who said you would always be there for her and she can come and open up to you about these things. And if she's not a believer, wow, what a great opportunity for for you to say, I struggle with my body image so much and God is showing me things about this and he's teaching me that he finds me valuable and worthy. And if that's ever something you want to know more about, I would love to have a conversation with you about that and love to show you the ways that he's teaching me to feel secure in him. You know, last time on the show, we talked about Dolly Parton and we talked about judging other people's bodies. And we looked at Matthew 7 and the famous, you know, judge not lest you not be judged kind of (laughs) passage that we've all heard inside and outside of the church. We've heard that verse a lot. But I think this is another good time to remember that if we do feel any kind of yick in our hearts, if we do want to judge that person for doing that extreme thing, the surgery or the extreme diet or whatever the thing is that just really irks you, oh friend, that's an opportunity for us to check our own hearts and say, why is it that I'm so irked by that? What is it that is still lingering in my heart in this whole body, body image arena? that makes me so outraged by that. We have to make sure that those kind of feelings don't get in the way of us relating to other women who need our encouragement, but they need truth and love as they battle body stuff the world's way, right? This is the only way to handle body image issues that most of our culture knows or understands. There's not like this list of things you can do, alternatives. No, no, no. If you want to have a better body image in our culture, you change your body. Although it doesn't work, right? That's why we have models who struggle with body image more than the general population. But that's the only known quantity out there. You, my friend, have truth. You have a different answer, but don't present it with judgment. Present it with love. Present it with care. Present it not with pride or self-righteousness or any kind of air of superiority, but with gentleness, with humility, 
like the Bible talks about with thinking of this other person as higher, as better than yourself. And then there's a good chance you'll be heard. If there's any touch of envy or jealousy or pride, your message is going to fall on deaf ears. But if you speak the truth in love with humility, your conversations can go far beyond whether or not she looks good today or doesn't look good today. You can actually engage her at a heart level if she's open to that. I hope this has been helpful. Let's take a quick break and I'll come back for question number two. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So this question was actually inspired by an event I was attending and a woman sitting at my round table of 10 had heard me speak somewhere and she asked me across the table, well, asked might be a strong (laughs) way to phrase it. She explained to me across the table that she doesn't put other people down. She only puts herself down and she's constantly criticizing herself and making negative comments about herself and her own body, but not negative comments about anyone else or their body. And so what's the problem with that? Isn't it okay? Because it's just personal to her and she's not hurting anyone else. Oh, y'all, I... didn't really, I mean, this was a table of 10. So those big round tables of 10, you're pretty far away from the person talking to you across the table. And so unfortunately, I had to do a lot of smiling and nodding because there's no way I could give her a full answer from five feet away. Oh, boy. But I'm wondering if maybe you've thought this or maybe you've heard this. Maybe someone said this to you. The interesting thing was she said to me that her daughters, who I think are in their 20s, she's like, oh, their generation is just so particular about this. My daughters are just always getting on me for doing this. (laughs) And I was like, yay, daughters. I didn't say that out loud. (laughs) But here's the thing. And it goes right back to, again, Matthew 7 and and their conversation in Tuesday's podcast about judging. But when you are criticizing yourself, right, saying that you are too fat or too old looking or too whatever, when you're criticizing your own body, you are presenting orally the standard by which you uphold and judge other bodies. 
because <laughs> if you're judging yourself that way, whether you say anything out loud or not, there is a very good chance that you are judging others that way too. If you've decided you're too fat, then everyone else in a body the same size as yours is going to know how you feel about their body, whether you say it or not. If you decide your body looks too soft, Everyone else is going to look at your body and then look at their body. And if your body looks too soft and you think that looks too soft, then that means that their body looks too soft too. And oh, moms, oh, especially you, goodness gracious, you set the standard for your daughter. And I would say even your sons too. They're watching. They're watching to learn from you the definition of beauty. They're learning how they should think about their body and the value of their body from the way you think about and believe about these things. So why should you not criticize yourself in front of others or, or really ever? <sighs> because by doing so, you are kind of criticizing other people. You are saying there is a standard of beauty that we all need to try to measure up to and you're falling short. You are acknowledging that you believe people with certain types of bodies are perhaps more valuable than people with other types of bodies. You are acknowledging that there is something quote unquote wrong when we don't meet a standard of beauty set up by society or culture. And here's the challenge biblically. The challenge biblically is that definition of beauty, that standard of beauty that gives us value in our culture is not a standard set by scripture or by God, right? He made us all very different and if we say beauty looks like this, beauty is this tall and weighs this amount and has this kind of hair or this kind of skin tone, oh, yikes, no, that is not what our creative God who made every animal in the zoo look vastly different. It is not what our creative God intended for his people. Right? And so if we are saying negative things about ourselves, about the way we look, about our appearance, if we're putting ourselves down, who are we agreeing with? Are we agreeing with God? Or are we agreeing with culture? And let me, ooh, let me take it a little further than that. Like, really, there's two teams. There's God's team and there's everyone who's not on God's team and the prince of this world, the enemy of our soul, the one who wants to kill us, right? He seeks to kill, kill and destroy us, according to the book of John. Right? He's the one that sets up these standards, these extras, these you're not valuable unless you look like this these metrics that aren't the metrics that God uses, he's the one that instills and sets those up. 
And so who are you agreeing with when you put yourself down? Oh, yikes. You're agreeing with the enemy? Well, that doesn't sound very helpful, does it? So friend, if this is you, if you're Miss Constant Criticize Yourself, let me encourage you, cut it out. Start agreeing with what God says about your body. And this is going to take some work, right? Chances are there is a long list of lies that you've been listening to, feeding on, believing that you've probably heard them for so long, you've already accepted them as just true. And those lies are often what is feeding what actually comes out of your mouth, right? Those, you have the thought first, and then the words follow. So I'd encourage you to get my brand new book, the 40-day body image workbook. I talk all about this. I give you an opportunity to work through some of those lies. We talk about where those lies came from, like why those lies are lies, what God actually says, what scripture actually says about your body. So we go through all that. And again, it's a workbook. So it's not just like you read it. You will read it. And then I'll give you some things to do, some scriptures to look up so you can work on it too. So you can actually find freedom. And what if it's your mom that's like this, <laughs> or your friend, or your coworker who is constantly criticizing? I think you go back to my answer for the first question. How can you speak the truth in love to this person? I don't know that it's super helpful to just be like, oh, stop putting yourself down. You look fine. Oh, goodness gracious, girl. You're thin. Don't worry about it. Stop putting yourself down. Stop criticizing yourself. Like, I don't know that you get anywhere with that, Right. But what about interrupting business as usual with, friend, listen, I have heard you put yourself down and criticize yourself for, you know, months, years, decades, whatever the time frame may be. And I just want you to know that I see you as so much more than a body. And it hurts me to hear you say mean things to yourself like that. Because I know that's not what God thinks of you, and I know that's not what I think of you, and I know, though you don't act like it, you play it off well, I know that this is affecting you at a deeper level, and I just don't want to see you bogged down by this. You're loved, you're seen, you're known, you are precious to me, and you're precious to the Lord. Please, please stop criticizing and putting down his daughter, God's daughter. Please stop criticizing and putting down my friend. Please stop bullying my friend. <laughs> Please stop being so mean and tell that inner critic, which is really the enemy of your soul, to shut up. Because that's not what God would say about you. So stop agreeing with the enemy. And, and maybe just ask if you can pray with her or ask how you can encourage her and just remind her that it's only culture that tells us our value is tied up in how we look. And she's so much more valuable than that. And again, just go back and listen to the answer to the first question if you need more. Oh, well, friend, I'm so glad you listened today. I hope you are too. Hey, you know, body image issues can get tough in December, right? The stress, maybe lack of sleep, maybe additional 
events, social events they've got to get dressed up for. Oh, all this stuff can affect us. But let me encourage you. <laughs> all those things I said to say to a friend, I'll say this to you too. Friend, you're more than what you see in the mirror. Even if this December doesn't look like you wanted it to, even if you don't weigh what you wanted to weigh this month, if you don't look like how you wanted to look this month, if things aren't going as you planned this month, friend, you're still loved, you're still seen, you're still known, you're still held, you're still safe in the shadow of his wings. He does love you. And I hope that all the confidence you hope to derive from the right outfit or the right body size at those holiday parties, right? I hope you can derive that confidence instead from the truth of how loved you are. And I hope you can walk into that family gathering. You can walk in, into that Christmas party at your kid's school confident because you are loved by the king. The one who made the whole universe knows you and loves you. Oh, friend, I hope that's encouraging for you today. Well, thanks for listening. I hope something has helped you stop comparing, start living. And hey, if this show has encouraged you, you know what a great Christmas gift you could give me is? Leave a review. I know I've got thousands of you who listen all the time and have never left a review. Oh, if you'd leave a review, that would bless me so much. If it's too confusing to figure out how to do on Apple, I do have some instructions for you at compareto.me backslash podcast, but I would be honored if you'd leave me a review for the show. Again, thanks for being here. I hope you're enjoying your Christmas season and we'll catch you next week. The Compared To Show is proud to be part of the Life Audio Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, go to lifeaudio.com. Life Audio presents Bridges with Monica Schmelter. That we have an enduring hope that can't be taken away when we are in Christ. And to know that we have that, right? And eternal salvation, because this world can be so busy and so dark that we can forget that, right? Right? Because sometimes I get caught in the trappings of what's going on in my life this moment. And while I have to recognize that, that's not it. Continue listening on lifeaudio.com or wherever you find your podcast.